welcome back to another edition of the Brazen River Podcast. Let's get after it. Welcome back to another edition of the Brazen River Podcast. What is up, guys? It is good to be back. We uh, we were away for a little while. Had to take a break. Work and life were getting uh, extremely crazy. It was the holidays, so you know how busy everybody is during the holidays. We uh, had to step away, took a little bit of family time, took uh, took some time for you know ourselves and and kind of mental health as a whole. It was really good. It was it was solid. But I'm glad to be back. God, it's good to be back. And if I sound a little different, guess what? We're on a new setup. We got new equipment. We got we got the whole nine. No, I don't have a producer or an editor or anything like that. I'm still doing all that myself. Grinding the axe, as we call it. Um, yeah, man, it is it's it's great to be back because while I was away, I was still thinking about you guys. Still thinking about my 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 crew, my my little listeners here. You know, a lot of you are, are good friends of mine and, and and some people I've actually had some people reach out that say they, they enjoy the podcast and they want they want more of it and people I don't even know. So that's that's really cool. Um and I've got big plans for the future, man. I've got I've got really, really um I've been been kind of game planning a new series, right? So so this season, I want to turn this season into season one and everything that came before this, let's Let's chalk that up to like the prequel, you know, the Star Wars movie that nobody likes. Uh, we'll chalk that up to, uh, you know, a learning experience. I'm still going to keep them up because there is some good information in there and there is uh, some things that can help people, you know, like the burn the ships episode, you know, talking about just full blown getting after it. You know, or the or the retreat hell episode, talking about uh, you know, you know, why would we run? Everybody else is running, but why would we run? You know, why why would we retreat? Hell, we just got here. You know, just that mentality of just absolute, just full send, I guess you could say. You know, so I'm gonna leave those up, but but this new season, uh, season one, I want to start diving into. Uh, the mentality of a warrior. Uh, I want to look at, you know, the different warrior cultures. I want to look at different, you know, societies that bred warriors and bred tough people. I want to look at some of the greatest fighters of all time, their mentalities going into the fight. You know, when you think of that, Ali comes to mind. Mike Tyson. Roy Jones Jr., Sugar Ray, McGregor. Some of these people that will go down as some of the greatest, most entertaining people in all of combat sports history. And they're fighting every day. Not only combat sports, but you got to look at the mentality of Michael Jordan. The greatest of all time. And I will debate that to the death. 
LeBron is also great, but he don't hold a candle to, to MJ. You got to look at look at the Tom Brady mindset. You got to look at all these different aspects, you know. And 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 that led me to think, you know, while while we were while I was I was researching this, I've got about seven episodes written out so far, and I'll be dropping them. Hopefully, I'll be getting in getting in and dropping these um, once a week. That's going to be the goal. If not once a week, at least two a month. Um, for you guys to uh, kind of dissect and enjoy and do your own research. I, I, I encourage do your own research. And if I get something wrong, let me know. I'm always learning. I'm a student of the game, just as you should be a student of the game. But <clears throat> this led me to um, think about what do all these people have in common? You know, what do, what do, what do, what's one thing that we can kind of tie this thing in and open this, this season up with? And, you know, I got to thinking about it and, and all of these people share one extremely similar thing. Yeah, sure. They're brutal. They're great at their craft and they they've honed their skills to become, you know, the greatest of all time. You know. But they've also all failed. They've all failed in at something. They failed in life. They've fallen. They've they've not won a fight. They haven't They've lost a Super Bowl. They've lost a championship. They've lost a war. You know, and I think that's very important to note because when you look at the the accolades, right, you look at the accolades and it's like, well, Michael Jordan hit 100 and, 175 game-winning shots or whatever the ridiculous number is. Right, that's 175 game winners. As time runs out, he drains it to win the game. But what history doesn't tell you is that he had over 950 attempts at hitting the game-winning shot. Over 950 attempts, he only hit 150, 175, somewhere in there. But do we talk about the the other, you know, 800 that he didn't hit, that he missed? No. We talk about the 150. Does that mean those other 800 don't exist? No, they exist. He missed. But that just goes to show you that if you fail... Don't give up. Keep going. 900 and some odd freaking attempts. And he hits 150 of them. Guess what? History don't remember the other 800. They remember the 150. History doesn't remember the fact that he fell short a few times. They just look at the fact that he's got enough rings where he has to hold up two hands to show all of his championship rings. 
history doesn't remember the Roman Empire for for falling short in battles. History remembers the Roman Empire for conquering the world. History doesn't remember the Vikings as people looking for a new land to go and a new land to farm and cultivate. No, they look at them as brutal warriors that all they wanted to do was raid. They wanted blood. They wanted to die in battle with undaunting commitment. That's how history remembers them. There's so many aspects. There are so many aspects that go into being a champion and a warrior. And we're all going to fail. We're all going to fall short. Sometimes you're just not good enough. But why do we fail? Why do we fail? seems like a pretty simple answer when you look at it it's like well we failed because we didn't have the skills we weren't good enough we we couldn't hack it that day you know you're in the gym and then you're, you're deadlifting for example happened to me the other day deadlifting you pull your max pretty easy say so you add a little more weight and you go to pull that you pull that too and you're like oh well, that was pretty easy too. So you pull that again. Man, pretty freaking easy. Man, I'm gonna go up. You know? And for me, that was that looked like you know 380. And then I went to 395. And I said, man, you know what? I'm going to 405. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Never, never remotely even thought about pulling 405 off the off the ground. Got ambitious. And I tried it. And I got, I mean, a lot of you, a lot of you and my friends have seen the video. You know, if I could just hold on just another second longer, if I could have just kept my head about me and kept going and pushed a little harder, pushed a little longer. If I could have just kept going i could have got it but it didn't my hand gave out i've studied the tape i've studied the film i've looked at it all i failed why did i fail see one of the reasons you got to ask yourself this question is is because not only do you need to study your victories and what you did right you also need to study your failures and what you did wrong. Because successful people fail a lot. You know, these, these great warriors cultures that we've been talking about, they fail a lot. You know, not to go back to the Michael Jordan thing, but he didn't make his high school. He got cut his sophomore year of his high school basketball team. Cut. Cut from the team. Did not play unless it was a pickup game after school. He was cut. He failed. Now you hear a lot about that because it's it's brought up in, in every motivational get in and get after it speech. But it's true. He failed. Then make the team. 
free throws were a big part of it. So what did he do every morning? He was in the gym before school. School started at 8. He was in there at 6 a.m. shooting free throws. Shooting like a thousand free throws before school. Thousand free throws after school. Just absolutely. He studied his failure. He knew where he was wrong. You know, he had that mentality of, I failed. I wasn't good enough. I need to get better. I need to get in and I need to get after it. Why? I mean, that's that's the whole purpose. Because if you fail and you fall short and you sit and you sulk in yourself, what's the point? What's the point? If you're just going to give up, why try again? Then if you give up, then what are you what are you teaching yourself? What are you teaching your kids? What are you teaching other people around you that look up to you? Because I promise you, there's somebody out there that looks up to you, whether it's your kid, whether it's your friend. Somebody looks at you and goes, damn, they're getting after it. They've got their shit together. Like, fuck, man, I want to be that guy. He is so in tune and on top of shit, man. It is incredible. It's incredible. But if you fail and you just say, yeah, well, fuck it. Okay. Guess I'm done. I'm going to sit right here. I'm not. I'm t- why would I get up and try again? It doesn't make sense. Why would, why would I do that? I'm just going to fail again. Why would I get up and try again? Why do we fail? It goes back into the, if you've you've ever seen Rocky like six or whatever it was, he says, why do we fall? See, life's going to knock you down. Life is going to fuck you up. Life is going to tear you apart limb from limb if you let it you ever heard the term i'm just trying to keep the wolves away wolves running packs right bills taxes child support maybe you've got lawyer fees medical bills student loans whatever it is they're all coming to take a piece of you you know, health issue that you didn't realize you had, but you stopped going to the gym and you stopped trying to be healthy and you just started eating McDonald's all the time because you couldn't really find at least 30 minutes a day to stretch out, get that heart rate up and do something. Get out there, go for a walk. I don't care that it's raining. Does life care that it's raining? No. Life could give a fuck less if it's raining, snowing, Sleeting, hailing, whatever it is. You think life cares that you're not coordinated enough to jump rope? You think life cares that you can't reach over and touch your toes? No. It doesn't care. You got to get in and grind your axe every single day. Because when you fail and you stumble and you're going to. You're going to fail. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. But if you've been working, you've been grinding that axe, guess what? You have 
every ounce of ability to get up. Go out there and get back after it. Listen, you got to keep moving forward in this life. You got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Push harder. And when you run in, if you push so hard, you run into a brick fucking wall and you can't move that motherfucker. Guess what you got to do? Pivot. 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 Reorient. And find a way of fucking around it. Either go over it, go under it, go around it. You can't go through it. Find a way. Because guess what? When you hit that brick wall at first, if you're just absolutely getting after it, getting after it, getting after it, and then you then an unstoppable force that you are meets that immovable object and it knocks you on your ass, you're going to be like, what am I doing? Has everything that I've done to this point been for nothing? I can't get past that. You're going to fail. Successful people fail all the time. But why do you fail? See, to me, I think a lot of people fail purely, well, on on the, the, the simplest level is because you don't have the skill. You're not adept at whatever it is. You're not getting after it. You're not, you're not doing whatever you should be doing to reach that level, right? You, you, haven't, you haven't leveled up to there yet. But see, to me, and I think subconsciously in our minds, if we fail the task, it has to do with a little bit of ambition. You tried it. You said, you know what? Today I'm going to fucking do that. And you failed. Guess what? Life don't care. Life thinks it's cool that you failed. They're like, hey, sick. Your enemies don't care. Your enemies are like, yeah, we can do that and you can't. Nobody cares that you failed. Except the people that want to see you see harm done to you in some way, shape, or form. Nobody cares. I think you failed because you got a little too ambitious. I think you failed because you decided, I've been getting after it. I've been grinding that axe. Let's go. Let's fucking go. And you failed. But see, when you fail, it's about the mindset of the fall. You got to get in that mindset of the fall. Because when you're falling... And you get that helpless feeling of like, crap, what am I going to do? You know, I just failed. I don't want any more to that. I don't want to get up and try that again. That was painful. That hurt. I can't do that. Or do you fall down and then on your way down and be like, yep, get ready. The second we touch the ground, we're popping back up. We're going after it again. The second 
we hit the ground, we're standing back up. Because it's not about how hard you hit. It's not about how much you can do. It's not about how much weight you can lift. It's not about how smart you are. It's not about any of that shit. It's about when you get punched in the fucking mouth and you fall on your ass. You're laying flat on your back looking up at the fucking stars and life standing over you. And it's like, ha, ha, ha. What the fuck do you have now? It's about looking life dead in the fucking eye, wiping the fucking blood off your mouth. Standing the fuck up. And being like, wow. Really all you have? I mean, you knocked me down, but like, really all you got? Because that ain't shit. Now I'm going to get after it. Now I'm going to keep grinding my axe. Now I'm going to figure out a way to fuck you up. I'm going to beat this problem. You know, I talked about the deadlift story earlier. You know, me recently in the gym attempting 405, and I said I, I never thought about 405. And that brings me to kind of a going off the rails here, a kind of a story. I, uh, I guess that was probably 2018, early 2018, late 2017-ish, I guess you could say. Well, no. Yeah, it was probably around late 2017, early 2018. I was warming up in the gym, warming up 135 pounds of work. Warming up doing deadlifts. My form was not the greatest that day. And on my second rep of my first warm-up set, so I've only done two reps total in the gym, I sprained where my spine meets my pelvic bone. Sprained it. Complete 360 sprain. I could barely walk. I had to set the weight down. Didn't couldn't unrack it. Couldn't put my weight back up. Set it down, walked out of the gym. Couldn't move. I couldn't stand. God forbid I had to go crap. Couldn't sit on the toilet. I couldn't do any of it. I could barely move. And granted, I'm in the Marine Corps at the time. So like my job's to move, right? So I can't do any of that. And I'm like, dude, I am never going to, I'm never going back to the gym. I'm never going to deadlift. I'm never going to do, be able to do any of these things because like physically I can't even get up out of a chair. Right. So start going to physical therapy. They send me to physical therapy once they figure out that, you know, Hey, this is pretty serious and, and we're going to have to figure you out, figure out how to strengthen it. So I could start going to physical therapy and ask my physical therapist. I'm like, dude, I love the gym. Like I absolutely love getting in the gym and getting after it. What can I do? Can I still go to the gym? He's like, absolutely not. I was like, what do you mean? Absolutely not. He's like, you're not going to the gym until I said, I tell you you're good. He said, but I promise you, you might hurt now, but by the time we're done and we get that base strengthened, we got all those auxiliary muscles holding there strong and tight. Guess what? Then you'll be ready. I said, man, how long is it going to take? He says, it don't matter how long it's going to take. 
All that matters is you get in here and you do in the you put the work in. And you see that right there is a lesson in itself. It don't matter how long it's gonna fucking take to succeed. Are you willing every day to go after it with reckless abandon? Are you willing every day to get in there and go and go and go and go and push and push and push and push, regardless of what happens? See, when we get knocked down, it's going to take a while to get up. A lot of people don't talk about that. They just talk about when you get knocked down, stand right back up. True. I agree. You need to stand back up. But sometimes that process is a little longer than you want it to be. Sometimes you hurt your back and you can't stand up. Sometimes you got to have somebody help stand you up and walk you to the kitchen. Walk you to back upstairs to the bedroom. Sometimes you got to sleep on the couch because you can't move upstairs. So eventually, right, to get back to the story, right before I got out, in late 2018, I decided, you know what? I'm going to ask my doctor. I'm going to be like, hey, man, what do, what, what, what do I got left? What do I got left? You know, when can I get after it? And he's, you know what he said? He said, hey, tonight, I want you to go to the gym. I want you to get in. I want you to get after it. See what, see what you can do. Don't push yourself too hard. See what you can do. He said, if it feels good and the form is good, Keep going. But the second you struggle a little bit, slack off. I don't want to hurt it. I don't want to hurt it. So what did I do? What did I do? Went to the gym that night. My back felt stronger than it had ever been before. My base, my movement right there, you know, coming from the feet, transferring to the knees, to the hips, to the back. To, you know, shoulders and standing. That's what it was. So it transferred, you know, and my back felt phenomenally strong. You know, I, I got in and I got after it, you know, and, and I came back and I told my doctor, I was like, man, you know, you're a genius. He's like, he's like, man, you just got to trust the process. He's like, what do you mean you got to trust the process? He was like, yeah, you just got to trust the process. Yeah. So real quick, if you noticed there was a little break in that story, it's because uh, I'm recording in my kid's closet because it's probably the quietest room in this house. And I heard a loud noise. My wife is asleep. It's, it's probably it's pretty early in the morning on Saturday morning. And uh, I heard a loud noise and, and, you know, I had to go investigate, see if there was enemy in the weeds. But uh, 
Yeah, man. So getting back to it, really, you know, it's it's champions throughout history, whether they're warlords, whether they're you know, the greatest army the world had ever seen at the time, whether they're a boxer, whether they're whatever it is, they fail. They're going to fail. All successful people fail. You think you think Warren Buffett, the first time he ever started investing or trying to make any kind of money, you think he was successful at first? Or you think he had to figure it out? He had to figure it out, right? You can watch his speeches. He'll tell you he had to figure it out. You know, you watch you watch some of these entrepreneur speeches and they're like, man, I had this great business model and I, I brought it to these super powerful people. And I was like, man, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Here's my business model. Here's my plan. And I'm bringing in about 5K a month. And they just kind of look at him like, hmm, yeah, well, let me show you how to bring in 500K. Let me show you how to bring in 25K a month. Whatever it is. Let me show you. Because if you're trying to be successful and you fail or you don't have the formula, guess what? Nobody does. And in this life, this river of life, you got to find people to help you paddle. You got to find people that have failed like you. You got to study what they've done. Which is why for this next season, I want to open it up. I want to look at the mentality of these warriors. I'm going to start with the Roman Empire. I'm going to start with, you know, the 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 fact that not the fact that they brutally ripped ripped through, you know, a good chunk of the known world. Not that fact. Not the fact that they um basically dominated every battle because of their structure and because of their ranking and because of the organization and the discipline. Now, I want to talk about the fact that when they were victorious and that general rolled through the streets on a chariot, they had the wherewithal and the, and the brain power to look at it and put a, put a servant on that chariot with them. Not to drive. You already had the driver. But to whisper and tell them in their ear to remember all this glory could fade away. If you don't stay on top of your game, this glory's gone. Because if you fail next time, guess what? All your glory's gone. You're not a god, you're a mortal man. They may treat you and praise you like you're one of the great, great gods. That they worshipped in their culture. But you're just a man. You bleed. You sweat. You sleep. You eat. You're mortal. So although these praises are good today. If you don't keep grinding. And you don't keep sharpening your axe. Guess what? It's all for nothing. Because the last thing people here are going to remember you for is your failure. The fact that your army got beat because you thought you were too good. I want to look at that. I want to dive into that. This is a shorter episode. And I, I, I really want to leave you 
with um, kind of a speech from from Ali, you know. And and a lot of you may know this. This is the this is the I'll show you how great I am speech. You know, he's he's doing a fight press conference. I want to say he's it's for the Sonny Liston fight. I want to say it was for the Sonny Liston fight. You know, and I want to say that you know this is this is a mentality of a man who, you know. He talks about how he was young and naive and how he kind of failed and ran. He failed. He wasn't as good of a fighter. But now he's grinded that axe and he's got he's built up this confidence. And 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 I think this really kind of shows, you know, it's a little bit of cockiness, which I like. But it's also kind of goes within what we're saying, because you hear him talk about, you know, he ran. He ran the first time. He didn't want it, but now he's ready. So I just want to leave you with this because I think this is a great clip. I think this is a great speech. And, uh, yeah, so here we go. Who knocks out everybody and no one can whoop him. That's when that little Cassius Clay from Louisville, Kentucky, came up and stopped Sonny Liston, the man who annihilated Floyd Patterson twice. He was going to kill me. He hit harder than George. His reach is longer than George. He's a better boxer than George. And I'm better now than I was when you saw that 22-year-old undeveloped kid running from Sunday Liston. I'm experienced now, professional. Jaws been broke, been lost, knocked down a couple of times. Bad. Been chopping trees. I've done something new for this fight. I done wrestled with an alligator. That's right. I have wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Bad, fast, fast, fast. Last night, I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Fast. And you, George Fullman, all of you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. All of you. I know you got him. I know you got him picked. But the man's in trouble. I'm going to show you how great I am. And that was Muhammad Ali. And, and actually, I, I told you wrong. He was he was referencing the Sonny Liston fight. Uh, and he was about to fight George Foreman. So, you know, you heard him talk about, you know, I was a young 22-year-old kid. You know, now I'm better. I've been trained in different. And I think that's – if you reflect on that alone, he failed. He got knocked down and he got knocked out. But now he changed up his training methods. Yeah, it's nice to hear all the rhymes and kind of the smoothness that Ali had. But it's the mentality that I'm talking about. So what I want you to do until the next episode, I want you to kind of think about you know, why did you fail? I want you to change up your training method. Step back, detach from the situation, and take a new approach. Pivot. Pivot. 
pivot. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys staying with me. I uh, I look forward to this season. I look forward to recording this. If you have anybody or any any warrior type culture you want us to dive into and look at the mentality of, you know, and things we can we can kind of pick apart and 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 add to making us a more eminently qualified human being. You know, you hear hear the man Jocko Willing talk about being an eminently qualified human being. You know, what can we do to make sure that we're qualified for life? To make sure that we, when we fail, we get back up. And to make sure we keep grinding our axe. You know, I appreciate you guys. <clears throat> Thanks for staying with me. Um, and yeah, man. So uh, let's get this thing rolling. Let's get after it. This is T. And I'm out. Thank mm-hmm. you.